Today, an Indianapolis woman was killed when she took her dogs for a walk. No one has been charged in her death. Police tonight are asking for your help. I can't put judgment on nobody. I can't accuse nobody. But only thing is leading to him because of the dog, because them was attack dogs, guard dogs, and they're the only ones could handle them dogs. This episode of No Tears for Black Girls tells the story of Sharice Walker Bingham, a 51-year-old woman who met a horrific end. On December 12, 2012, in Indianapolis, Indiana, Sharice went for her usual evening walk with her German shepherds. But just after 6.30 p.m., she was found lying in a puddle of blood. Her loyal dogs were still by her side. The police soon arrived and discovered that Sharice had been shot in the chest with her own gun. They had their eyes on a suspect and made an arrest. However, this person never stood trial for Sharice's murder. The investigators were certain they had their killer. But even after 11 long years, the case remains unsolved. What truly happened to Sharice that fateful evening? And who is responsible for her untimely death? For her family, the events of that cold December night have been a nightmare that continues to haunt them. Sharice was born on December 23, 1960, and grew up in Indianapolis as the youngest of three siblings and the only girl. Her loved ones affectionately called her Reese. In high school, she was well-liked and excelled in sports. Her family remembers her as a selfless and lively person who adored her family more than anything. According to her aunt, she had a presence about her that made heads turn whenever she walked into a room. From a young age, Charisse developed a passion for dogs, especially German Shepherds. Her first one, Cruiser, was her constant companion. In the 80s, Charisse met Eugene Bingham, and they tied the knot on December 14, 1985. They never had children of their own, but for Charisse, her beloved furry companions were all she needed. Her talent for training dogs stayed with her into adulthood, and they remained a significant part of her life. Charisse hustled through various jobs over the years, grinding it out at companies like RCA and Navistar before settling in at Pepsi. But her marriage to Eugene? That was a different story. After 28 long years, their once seemingly normal relationship had devolved into living separate lives under one roof. But then, something changed. As if the distance between them wasn't enough, Charisse started noticing a mysterious car following her every move. Was she being paranoid? She confided in her aunt, who remembers Charisse's growing sense that something was off. On December 12, 2012, after telling Eugene she was taking their German shepherds for their usual evening walk, Charisse headed to White River Parkway a scenic path where joggers and cyclists frequent. But around 6.30 p.m., Charisse was found face down in a pool of blood near an intersection on the trail, her loyal pups guarding her until help arrived. As police arrived on the scene, they were met with a chaotic sight. Charisse's two dogs were fiercely guarding her body, preventing anyone from getting near. It wasn't until animal control sedated the dogs that paramedics could finally reach Charisse only to discover she was already dead from a single gunshot wound. Near her body lay both a gun and her cell phone, the only clues at the time as to what had happened. Was the gun next to her the murder weapon, or had she pulled it out in self-defense? 
The police had no way of knowing at first. The investigation continued as they identified the victim as Sharice Bingham, who lived just a few miles away from where she was found. But with no witnesses in the remote area, it seemed like finding answers would be an uphill battle. Things took an unexpected turn when they learned that the gun found at the scene was registered to Sharice herself. And even more shocking was the fact that the bullet used to kill her came from her own gun. At first, they considered the possibility of suicide or robbery, but quickly ruled them out based on evidence and witness testimonies. Then, they turned to Sharice's loved ones for insights into why someone would want her dead. According to family and friends, Sharice owned a gun for protection, but never carried it while walking her dogs. They were all she needed for safety. So why would she have taken it with her that night without its usual pouch? None of them could offer an explanation for this perplexing detail. And when questioned about his thoughts on what happened to his wife, Eugene suggested that perhaps one of their dogs accidentally caused the gun to fire. A theory that seemed unlikely, but was still considered by investigators. As detectives pressed for answers, Eugene suggested that their dogs may have accidentally caused the gun to discharge during an altercation with Sharice. However, his alibi of sleeping through the night and waking up to find his wife missing seemed dubious. The autopsy report revealed that Sharice was alive for seven minutes after being shot, potentially trying to call for help on her cell phone. Investigators found Eugene's DNA all over the weapon, but he claimed to have just cleaned it for her, a reasonable task for a husband to do. But as they delved deeper into Sharice's life, they discovered a marriage on the brink of divorce. Her family and friends confirmed that she had been living separately from her husband for months before her murder. As suspects were considered, Eugene's behavior stood out to both investigators and Sharice's family. He waited until the next day to reach out to her brother Keith after her death. And at her funeral, he acted strangely talkative, something that caught the attention of those who had not interacted with him much before. Suspicion mounts towards Eugene as the investigation continues into this brutal murder of a beloved woman by someone she knew and trusted, leaving many to question how well they truly knew her killer. The voice was unfamiliar to her, but it sent chills down her spine. As her aunt recounted the interview with media, the suspicion around Eugene deepened. The investigation delved into potential motives. Was it because Charisse planned to leave him? Or was there something else at play? But as investigators uncovered more information, a new suspect emerged. A person Charisse had mentioned being followed by in a blue Chevy Blazer. As they dug deeper for evidence and answers, they discovered that Eugene had been living a double life for over 14 years. On December 12, 2012, Sharice Walker Bingham was found dead on the White River Parkway Trail in Indianapolis. She had been shot with her own gun, which was found nearby. The main suspect? None other than her husband, Eugene. Detectives quickly realized this was not a random attack. The killer must have known Sharice. Being out walking her dogs, Mayday and Tsunami, meant she would not have let a stranger get close. And so the focus turned to Eugene and his marriage to Charisse. Early on, 
DNA evidence linked Eugene to the crime. His role as husband provided a plausible explanation for why it would be present. But as detectives continued their investigation and learned more about Eugene's marriage, their suspicions grew. Charisse's loved ones shared that she was planning to divorce her husband, and this wasn't just a case of drifting apart. In fact, shortly before her death, Charisse had uncovered a shocking truth about her husband. He had been having an affair for 14 years with an unknown woman. It's unclear how she found out, but this discovery only added to the mounting evidence against Eugene. As the investigators delved deeper into the case, they learned that Charisse's aunt was the first to find out about her sleeping with Eugene, the enemy. But little did she know, her husband had been lying and cheating on her for half of their marriage. It was a devastating blow to Charisse, who had no idea who this man really was. As they continued their investigation, it became clear that this was not simply a couple drifting apart. There was infidelity involved. And then came the bombshell discovery. After starting her job at Pepsi, Charisse had taken out three life insurance policies totaling nearly a million dollars, with Eugene as the sole beneficiary. The pieces were starting to fall into place for detectives. A potential motive, a dead wife, and a husband set to receive a substantial sum of money. When questioned by police, Eugene denied any involvement in his wife's murder and initially denied the affair as well. However, under pressure from authorities, he eventually admitted to having an affair that ended four years prior when his wife found out about it. Despite agreeing to two lie detector tests, which yielded inconclusive results and were on the verge of failure according to court documents, Eugene remained the top suspect in his wife's murder. With DNA evidence on the gun and the questionable life insurance policies, detectives were sure of his involvement, but still needed more concrete evidence to link him to the crime. After two months of searching for answers, detectives finally located Eugene's mistress. She was brought in for questioning and submitted to a lie detector test, which she seemingly passed. Despite this, court documents revealed that she had failed the test. Yet, there was no concrete evidence linking her to Charisse's murder, and she was not considered a suspect. With Eugene's own lie detector test coming back inconclusive, investigators turned to his phone records in hopes of finding a connection to the crime. Their search uncovered alarming details. Nine calls were deleted from his phone on the day before and the day of Charisse's murder. Furthermore, a call pinged to a tower near the crime scene on the night of the murder. But Eugene claimed he never left his house and that no one else would have had access to his phone. Despite multiple interviews with Eugene over the following months, he maintained his innocence. But after nearly two years since Charisse's murder, Eugene Bingham was arrested and charged with her killing. He posted bail and was released from prison. But for Charisse's family, there was a glimmer of hope that justice would finally be served. The evidence pointed towards Eugene as the culprit. Motive, opportunity, and the fact that Charisse's dogs would only allow someone they knew close to her. The discovery that Charisse was killed with her own gun, which she usually left at home while walking her dogs, suggested that it was taken from her house by someone known to her. According to detectives, all signs pointed towards Eugene. However, just a month before his trial was set to begin in September 2015, 
The charges against him were dropped due to insufficient evidence, according to prosecutors. For now, justice for Sharice would have to wait. Eugene walked away a free man after the charges were dropped, but authorities and Sharice's family remained convinced of his guilt. Despite their efforts to build a case, they couldn't gather enough evidence to charge him again. Even after Eugene received the life insurance payout from Sharice's death, her family continued searching for justice year after year, holding vigils and reaching out to anyone with information. But 11 years have passed, and still no one has been arrested or convicted for Sharice's murder. As the Indiana State Police cling on to hope for a breakthrough in the case, they urge anyone with information to step forward. Yet, those closest to Sharice are consumed by the haunting memory of her unsolved murder and vow to never stop their search for closure. Meanwhile, the case continues to remain open as there is not enough evidence to charge the suspect again. The loved ones of Sharice refuse to give up on finding justice for her brutal death, despite the torment it brings them. Leading the investigation, the Indiana State Police plead for anyone with information to come forward. The truth behind what happened to Sharice on that fateful night remains shrouded in mystery, but both investigators and her family refuse to give up their quest for answers. May Sharice Walker Bingham rest in peace. Thank you for tuning in to No Tears for Black Girls, now a part of the Alive Podcast Network, the first black female-owned and operated network dedicated to amplifying black voices. If you enjoyed this episode, Please show your support by following us on the Alive Podcast app, available on both iPhone and Android. You can also stay connected with us on social media and YouTube at No Tears for Black Girls, or on X at No Tears for BG. Remember to stay loved, stay blessed, and stay safe. Until next time.